Land Conquest. Mailing mistakes or common investor errors. Now, we're talking about these things in this video because I don't want you to make these mistakes. I've made some of them, so you don't have to make them for yourself. So mailing mistakes, I will highlight some of the common mistakes that land investors make. And as you'll see, I made some of these critical errors on my first mailer, and I want you to learn from what I did. So also, I want you to avoid common pitfalls and your chances of getting great deals on your first mailer are far higher. Story of my first mailer that I've talked about before. 10,000 letters, which is actually a pretty good, pretty good amount. I mailed the actual hottest counties in the country that I could find at the time. They had very low inventory and lots of sales activity. And, you know, I don't know what the exact sold to for sale ratio was in, in those counties that I mailed to, but I would imagine that they were probably in the three to five range. I mean, very, very hot counties. Uh, lots of activity, very few listings on the market, and lots of recent sales. So uh, the other thing that I did that, that compounded this was I offered about 25% of retail value on these properties. Obviously, that's very, very low. Uh, I should have been closer to the you know, 50% value, retail value on the, the list, the letters that I send out. So I was sending out offers about half of that. So, you know, I still did get responses and people interested in selling, but all the properties that had issues, you know, I remember one that was actually underwater. I looked at the map and it showed that it was under, like off the, off the coastline. So I don't know if the the water had risen over the years or something, but at one point there, there was parcels off the coast. So um, also large, I remember getting properties back with the, these giant transmission lines. So I remember one property in particular, I think it was a 10 acre property and about eight and a half or nine acres of it was under these large transmission lines, which obviously not much you could do with that. And then also properties that had no access, et cetera. So these are the common errors that I see investors make and, and errors that I've made in the past. First of all, pricing too low. While yes, it is great to get uh, a very good deal and to buy as inexpensively as you can, but if you're gonna price your list too low, you're gonna have some real problems when it comes to actually, um, actually buying properties because all the sellers are gonna blow you off and they are they, it's, it's generally not gonna work out. Hey, every once in a while you might hit a home run, but if you're consistently pricing too low, you're gonna have a hard time. Also, mailing areas that are very hot or ultra competitive. Now, a lot of investors deal in these areas, and I deal in some of those areas too that are uh, ultra hot or pretty competitive, but I've got a lot of experience in those areas and I know exactly what prices and, and things it'll take to, to make things happen. But it's definitely a more advanced to, to work in those types of areas, and I don't recommend that for your first few mailings, obviously. And then you can, um, another mistake I see is mailing areas with very limited sales activity. I mean, like almost none. Um, those are those are hard to do business in. There's not a lot of good quality real estate agents in those areas. So building a team on the ground is, is very difficult in situations like that. Uh, also see uh, mailing areas with no sales data. Well, that's, those are some actually decent markets that some of the non-disclosure states but it's more of an advanced strategy. So you really have to kind of understand values in those areas. It also helps to have some good broker and uh, agent contacts in those areas to help you with some pricing. Uh, but it's de definitely not a beginner thing to start mailing into those non-disclosure states. Um, 
Also, improper positioning of your letter and brand. Uh, we talked about that in level one, the best way to kind of position yourself. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's a good strategy to say, you know, um, Johnny's Discount Lots or something like that, because you're positioning yourself to the seller. So uh, as a seller, you know, if you get a letter from Johnny's Discount Lots, I'm not sure you're, you're going to want to be selling to Johnny. So it's, it's important to position yourself properly, have a professional letter and professional brand that, that can stand out to these sellers. And then the big one, and I'm going to beat the drum about this one forever, but having an inconsistent mailing schedule is definitely a very big uh, common in, uh, investor mistake. And it's definitely a correctable one and, and a controllable one. So if you get on a regular mailing schedule and you're consistent with your mailings, so many problems will be avoided because you'll you'll have a consistent lead flow and you'll have a consistent deal flow, which will then uh, result in consistent income coming in the door at the end of the day. So don't make these errors.